know what? I'm just going to speak from my heart. And that's exactly what I did. And I had absolutely no idea that it would take off the way that it did. I pretty much turned it off for the rest of the day, went to bed. But the day I woke up, I had like so many notifications. I had a voicemail and I was like, oh, that's that's weird. You've been seeking answers from every dermatologist, doctor, and all over the internet wondering what on earth this unbearable skin issue is. You know something's up, and you've been suffering and silenced for far too long. This podcast is going to bring awareness to the brutal reality that is topical steroid addiction and withdrawal syndrome. It will give you practical mental and physical tips to help you along your journey and provide you the strength you need to push through each day. You'll hear from real people battling this illness, as well as experts in the field, and I'm also going to share with you what's happening as I battle and conquer TSW. You are not alone, you're not crazy, and you will heal. If there's one thing I know, it's that anyone going through this hell is a warrior. My name is Jennifer Powers, and I welcome you to TSW Journey to Healing. We recorded. Uh, uh, okay. I know. Uh. You have my permission to record. There you go. <laughs> We're on. We're on like Donkey Kong. We're on. Um, so like lead the way here. We're off to an excellent start, I have to say. <laughs> Between our hair and audio, dogs, like my face is red as a tomato. My boyfriend calls me a lobster. All is I well. I love it. <laughs> Look, okay, if I turn off, let's see. HD H oh wait, HD is on. Oh, touch up my appearance. Here we go. Touch up. Ooh, yeah, there's the real. Did that change a lot? yeah um, really. on my end not so much you're still beautiful oh well thank you um yeah. and I love that you're you came matching your face matches my shirt it's perfect. Oh, you know that's what I was planning for I was like <laughs> what color shirt are you gonna wear I'll change my face color to that thank <laughs> you I so appreciate that love it um so as you can see I'm like sitting on my bed and I look like this because well you know this is how we we come natural but I mean I haven't slept in like well, I haven't slept well, so I have slept, but I haven't slept good in like the last two days, um, which is so fun. I love TSW for that. Um, so Cynthia, okay. Tell me everything. Let's talk about all the things. I'm so excited, uh, for everyone to listen to this episode because my boyfriend, um, actually found you on TikTok and sends me the one video where you were talking about, like, it was a clusterfuck of all the things. Like, was it this thing? Was it this thing? And then like, here we are. And I watched you and I was like, this girl's like my spirit animal. Like I love her. Um, this is amazing. And you're just like your whole vibe and your energy and just the way you were, I was like, God, I would so connect with you. So, um, I was like, so telling him, I'm like, that was magic or meant to be that you found her because number one, I mean, I was like, Holy crap. Like you have such, you're so brave. Like this, this is a video, obviously this is going to be on, you know, with whether someone, if you're listening to this on any you know, main podcast channel, that's great, but it's also on YouTube. And I have been saying to myself, watching people like you and a handful of others, I'm like, I need to grow a sack, get brave and just put (laughs) my shit on, like get out there. And they do, because we connect so much better with video, I think, I mean, I do. So um, just watching you and like other people, I'm like, man, I'm so inspired and it's, and it's scary. So like, let's start with that. First of all, before I like keep rambling, (laughs) like, before we get into like who you are, where you're from, all that stuff, like what made you decide I'm going to rip the bandaid and just be ballsy here and like put myself all out for the whole world to see going through something like this? Yeah. Well, I think it took watching other people be on TikTok, all these other TSW warriors and everything like that. It really took me watching them to be like, I, I also want to do this. what's the point of hiding? I mean, there were portions like in January when I was really bad. I couldn't even, I thought about doing a TikTok to show how bad I was and how bad it really is, but I couldn't get off the couch. So these people are the reason I'm here today. Like, you know, like we have some bad thoughts sometimes and it's like really, really, really dark sometimes. And without those people sharing their stories, I don't even know if I'd be here today. Like, I love them for being authentic and, and sharing their stories. And I said, if they can do it, I can be brave and do it as well. Yeah. yeah. So there you I go. Love, I love that. And that's, that's, what's giving again, same thing. Like I, it's what get, it gives me or is getting going to give me the, uh, cause I've been documenting this like pictures, videos, 
keeping them for myself. Cause I just thought, you know what, it'll be really cool to look back and be like, that was the hardest time in my whole life. And look how sometimes, you know, we look in the mirror, like I looked in the mirror yesterday. I mean, right now this is like kind of, it, it's, you can't even tell it's just the lighting is shit in here. So, but, but it's like, I have like scales, like a snake or like lizard or something. I'm all over my face. My neck was like wide open yesterday and it's kind of, it's sort of sealed, but it's still raw. And I'm just like, I think, oh, it looks terrible. And then I look back at something that happened like back in month four and I'm like, oh, I am never going to say it looks bad ever again because that was brutal. So, um, yeah, I just love that. So I hear your little, I hear your accent. So where have an accent? From? Yeah. The Can- <laughs> you're, you're Canadian, y'all. I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> right. I always um, say A when I ask a question. I'm like, oh, what do you think about that? Was that good, eh? Like, and I'm I know, like, I love oh, it. Like, so Canadian. I didn't think I had an accent. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I was walking around yesterday and I'm like, Hey, give me a glass of water. And like, that's what, you know, not water. I say I'm a Philly girl. So it's like water. Water. And I saw a sign on the, we were at the boardwalk, my son and my boyfriend and I, and it was like, it was a sign that said, get your ice cold glass. And they spelled water W O O D E R. And I was like, that's amazing. That's how we say it. Oh, that is so funny so where right. am I from um well I won't give you the <laughs> exact uh lateral and you know no stalkers allowed um but I live um I live in Canada British Columbia I live on a small island uh yeah <laughs> that's really cool I'm on an island right now myself in Ocean City New Jersey um I'm not from here I'm from like outside of Philadelphia but um so like let's talk about that too for a second you <laughs> know stalkers allowed yes so you put yourself out there when we were chatting back and forth in the dms uh yeah. you know you're like, you're being brave. You're putting yourself out there and stuff. And you had like a little bit of a freak out moment, right? Like you had a little, I had a whole, oh yeah. I had a whole moment where, so, okay, so let's back it up. So I post that super viral video. I was having a shit day. I was crying on the couch. Andrew, my boyfriend leaves for work and I just run into my office. I turn on my ring light, love my ring light. (laughs) Um, And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to speak from my heart. And that's exactly what I did. And I had absolutely no idea that it would take off the way that it did. I pretty much turned it off for the rest of the day, went to bed. But the day I woke up, I had like so many notifications. I had a voicemail and I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. So then I listened to this, like, I would say like a couple minute voicemail from someone in Arizona like Phoenix, Arizona. I was like, holy hell. And I, I saved it. Cause it was like, I don't, I, she said, I don't know if you know this, but you are viral. You're on this forum. You're on this forum. You're on this person's podcast. And I was like, I didn't know. So then I like played it for my boyfriend. I said, what the heck is going on? Like, what is this? I just wasn't ready. Um, so, I mean, it freaked me out how a little bit. Get, yeah. Was, how'd she get your number? I think it's kind of easy when you're a public figure like oh, me. That's true. <laughs> Star no, Trek over here. <laughs> if you do a little bit of like chasing around, you can yeah, figure you can out my profession, yeah. my numbers online, blah, blah, blah. Please yeah. don't. Write me. Don't. Call me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no please. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so cool, but yet scary about the internet and what we're doing. And yeah, it's yeah. so well, all right, it's funny. Everyone always wants to go viral. And then I was like, yeah, I want to go viral. I want to go viral. And then you go viral. And I was like sick to my stomach for six days. I was like, holy, I would go outside and I'd be like, did they see my TikTok? Did they see me (laughs) cry on the internet? Like, oh my God. Yeah. You don't think of, I mean, I wouldn't have thought about that really either, but you're right. I mean, when things blow up, it's like everybody, their mom, their grandmother, their dog is like, Hey, have you seen this? And it's like, That could be, yeah, that's, um, God, it's gotta be a weird feeling, but it was, but it was so, so good. It was the video and I, for anyone listening or watching this, like we'll put in the show notes, um, <laughs> to give you some more stalkers, um, <laughs> we'll give you, um, a link to Cynthia's, uh, all her stuff. So, which is so, it's just so, so, so good. And I love just like you are have such a good attitude about it. Cause you're poking. I mean, I was saying this to my son yesterday, I was saying like, um, I said, uh, you remember the scene in the breakfast club where the girl's going like this and her, and it's like, it looks like she's snowing yeah. like from dandruff. I was like, <laughs> I can do that with every body part of my whole, body, like my arms. Choose. I said, cash, pick a body part. My son's name is cash. I'm like, Oh, look at my face. There it goes. Flakes falling on it. It was just, I so- could literally do it right here. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's so satisfying though. Sometimes I'm like, why? It is like, I, I caught myself. We were supposed to watch a movie last night and I was upstairs for 
almost an hour is like 50 something minutes almost an hour and they were both yelling out they're like what are you doing we're waiting for you and i've been in the, i have these tweezers and the and the 3x magnifying mirror and i'm like oh look at that nice bit like it's that scene from austin powers the third one gold member where he's like gold flakes or something i was like you have no idea how like look at the size of this one this is amazing it's like so disgusting you but like it's so gross it's i'm so nasty and i was just like and then i like looked down i'm like that is so nauseating. Like if it wasn't, if it was anyone else's skin and I was like up close looking, I'd be like throwing up, but it's mine. So I was like, oh, it's gross, but whatever. Whatever. We're just shedding like reptiles. It's okay. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. And like my boyfriend's great about it because he's just like, well, it's like you got sunburn and you're peeling. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not really like, on, like, I know, I know. What do you say when people are like, oh, you got a lot of sun? Like at this point, I'm just laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yes, I did. Came back from the Caribbean and <laughs> like, no, you just got to go with it. But that's what I was going to say is like you are you poke fun at this whole condition and at yourself and laugh about it. And it it gives permission, I think, to everybody else that's suffering to like, let's, we don't have to be sad and sad face and crying and miserable about it. I mean, yes, we could be easily, but it takes like people like you and like what we're doing and having this conversation to be like, all right, let's just, there's nothing we can do about it. So we just have to like laugh it off and just like smile whenever we can and just keep it light if we can. Um, if we can. We- and it's okay to have bad days, but we got to pick ourselves up and just, yeah, I mean, that's I, my humor. <laughs> and I think, I agree. I think, every day, just like they always say, the healing isn't linear. Like this hour, like right now I'm sitting here and I'm not itchy, but I've done interviews where the entire interview, I'm really itchy. Right. And so in an hour could go by and I'm in a major itch attack. So the happiness, like poking fun at it, I think anytime you can throughout the day, because I feel sad every day. It's just not all day, every day. And I feel like uncomfortable every day. It's just not all day, every day. Now the first couple of months, I would venture to say that like literally morning, noon and night all the time. I was like, I, I hate my life. This is terrible. Like, oh my God. And then you finally can come out of it a little bit in, in the healing process. I think it, for me, that's what it's been like for me. So yeah. It so talk to me about, cause I, yeah. And I, I want to hear about like when you like your whole story, like what did you have? Did you have, you know, eczema as a kid or like, how did this all unfold for you when you realized, oh shit, this is TSW is what I have. Like, oh. Horrible. Um, so I'm a steroid baby. I was born with eczema on my body. Um, my parents have told me that they used to put mittens on my hand and sleep next to me. But as we know, we should have grown out of that, right? But our parents and my parents in the 90s didn't know better. They just took the instruction from the doctors and the doctors don't know any better. They just prescribed the steroids because even to this day, they're prescribing steroids because they I give them a little bit of leniency because this hasn't been studied yet, even though that this is what got us here. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> going back to we're going back to the 90s. So I grew up with uh, eczema, small patches. I would have pockets and pockets of years that were really, really good where I would not have to use any steroid cream. And, you know, I won that fitness competition. I barely had any eczema on my face or, well, sorry, never on my face, but my, on my body, there was hardly anything. And I'm not too sure what ended up happening, but, um, I had a patch on my hand that just wouldn't go away with that cold weather. We're in 2020. Now we are using that hand sanitizer. My, my hands were bad. And so I got prescribed like really strong steroid cream and it it goes away beautifully. And then I don't know what started happening, but my friend, I started getting like these like dark circles. Like it looked like I had been punched. And then I started feeling that bone deep itch and I wasn't sleeping and I had no idea what was going on. And my friend just kept on sending me TSW videos on TikTok. And you know, that denial. No, that's not me. (laughs) No, I could never. I just, I have eczema with whatever this TSW stuff is. That's not me. I don't want it. No. So I remember um, we were gearing up for a ski trip and I wanted to buy a new bathing suit for the hot tub there. And I put on this black bathing suit and I'm in the change room and my skin is like literally just flaking off like snow. And I was like, holy fuck, like what's going on? And in that moment, I knew I was in TSW and I was like, this is not normal. I've never had this. I was so embarrassed. I sat in the change room. I collected myself. I bought it because I was like, I have to buy this. Like, I can't like not buy this one. So, um, so don't worry. I didn't just put it back on the rack. I bought it. Like, don't worry. Um, so I bought it, 
I used a tube of, I used cream until after my ski trip because I just wanted to have a good time. (laughs) But I knew that when I came back on January 7th, I was like, this is it. I have to stop cold turkey. Within two days after that, I had the full red sleeves. I was shaking cold. I couldn't regulate my heat, but I was hot to the touch. I would wear robes and like three sweatpants. I would have to change my clothing three times at night because I was just oozing and oozing and oozing. And I was like, what the fuck? I went to the hospital once. They said, there's nothing we can do for you. We don't believe in TSW. You're going home. So then on January 26th, I was so bad. I woke up. I was so swollen in the face. It's the worst photo. And I was like, what the hell? So I went to the hospital and they admitted me for the seven days. So I like to think that I had two withdrawals. So my first one was in the hospital, but they encouraged me. They did every test under the sun. They did a great job. They believed me. They, I was working with like literal seven, literally seven doctors. Like they would have meetings and talk about it. They, you know, they, they talked about the vaccine being a part of it. They talked about TSW, but they really had my back when I said, I'm not doing steroids, but on the sixth or seventh day, they're like, look, What we do know is that this is a bad skin reaction or skin condition. Your tests are normal. What we can offer you is pregnizone. And I started crying because I was like, I'm going to let down my TSW community. I've already done 25 days of a withdrawal. Do I really want to get set back? So I was like left with this, like, like, what do I do? Like, am I going to let them down? But what if, what if, if I did this long taper, I could yield different results. So I just did it. I was like, okay, but I want to do the longest taper ever. So we did 50 all the way to one and we would skip days. So June 1st is my second withdrawal off of the pregnizone. But at that point in the middle of it, I'm on Dupixin. So I don't really know, but as I was withdrawing still off the steroids, like pregnizone used to work like a hot dam, like, right. Yes. Like, and so now it wasn't working and I was still with, I still was in TSW, even though I was on pregnizone, I'm still going through TSW, even though I'm on Dupixin. So anyway, those are my two, two withdrawals. So what did you feel when you were like, like, I always like to talk about the, um, emotional. Well, before I say that, I agree with like prednisone was my fate. Like you can ask my mom when I interview my mom, she's going to be like, I think that, I think she's the next one up on the show. It's going to be a really interesting, funny. And like, I love that. but she, cause she's like, I have all my papers ready. I can't wait to be on the show. I know exactly. And she's like, but you used to say, and I, I said it all the time for years. I'm like, I would get excited when I would start to flare. I was like, my skin's going to look amazing. I can't wait. Get me on that prednisone. I love that. It was like a miracle drug. I even was on it on my honeymoon. I'm divorced. But like when I got married, um, we were in Hawaii and I, and I knew my skin was probably going to get really bad, which it did. Cause, and I would say that's the changing of the weather. And like, cause the eczema was just like super bad. So I'd get on prednisone and like the next, and they, they would say, you know, be aware of the sun, your son's sensitive on this drug. And what would I do as an asshole? I would go tanning. I would go out in the sun. I would do all the things you're not supposed to do. Cause I was like, my skin is glowing and flawless and I'm tan. I look amazing. Right. <laughs> it was, it was like all the things you don't do. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do them. Cause like, and I looked hot. I was like, wow, damn, you are, you are a fine ass woman. And I, and then I, when, what happened for me was when I was on it last it was, I would a wedding to go to last September and it was, I was real bad and I went on it and about two days, three days in, I was like, wait, my thing's getting worse. Like this is the never happened in my entire life. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, my favorite drug isn't working. What's going on? Um, so that was yeah similar. And I, the last two or three summers, I believe when I look back that I was going through withdrawal, I just did, had no idea what it was. Cause like, I remember waking up had like from my chin line to my, like almost like the line, like your, your shirt, it was bright red going to the dermatologist. They're like, that might be a lupus rash. I've never seen that. That's interesting. And then it would go away and I didn't do anything. I'm like, well, I guess it was a weird for nothing. Then I would be like wet behind my neck, which now I know was oozing. But then I was like, ew, that's so gross. Like we'd go in the shower a couple of days later, we'd go away. And this was the last two or so years, very randomly. And then what would I do is go back on a steroid of some kind. And it was just that whole if cycle. We so. only knew though, if we only yeah. knew that what was happening was yeah. the beginning of TSW, we could have stopped it. Yeah. I believe we could have stopped it before it got so bad. The point, cause I always say there's a point, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. There's a point yes. of no return when people are like, I don't know if you find this, but like when people recommend creams and 
all these topicals. I'm like, it's too late or new diets. Like it's too late. My God, if we could go back in time and deal with the small patches of eczema, I would never complain about my skin ever again, period, ever, (laughs) like ever. I know. I know. I I think that's that's interesting. I never even really thought of it until you just said that, like that if we knew like some people, cause there's gotta be a reason why some people can take steroids and, and never have this. And some people do. And if we knew, like you said, from the very beginning, you know, a symptom, like there's that whole list of symptoms. If you start to experience one or two of them. Okay. That means I'm going into TSW. Like I'm just going to, instead of continuing to feed the problem, what the drug that it wants to, you know, I think exactly. that's, um, that's a really good point. Um, so our, those steroids are like, Ooh, I really like that. Give me more. Like, yeah. Ooh, we really I like your drug addicts. Like, oh my God. Totally. Like it's not, you know, I, I don't know. And it, it also gives you like, no matter what, it, you know, whatever you look at uh, an addict of any kind, alcohol, drugs, substances of any kind, it like gives you a whole new perspective. Like I always was so compassionate and sympathetic and just like my heart would break for people, any, anyone that's suffering. I'm just like a ball of mush. Like I don't want any, I don't want to see anyone suffer, but it also makes you realize like, well, we didn't ask for this. Like we didn't try just like, you know, a drug addict most of the time, or maybe all the time, you know, you don't, it's not like you want to go through this living nightmare. So it's just your body in their case, it was like, they were craving it and they were aware of craving it and they wanted it. And for us, we're like, I didn't, I didn't even know I wanted that. I just thought I was doing what I had to do (laughs) to get better, to feel better. And now it's like, it's, it's really scary. It's really, really scary. This whole, I just, I don't know why actually I do. They probably just said your skin will thin. I was like, whatever. Right. Right. Okay. Whatever. Get rid of this. Whatever. No one ever said that this was a possibility. No one. And And well, if we knew that too, and they would go down all the symptoms of what you'd experience, I don't think anyone in their right mind would ever, no, ever do that, ever choose that. What really confuses me, the one thing that I don't understand is how come steroids have been around for a really long time, right? So why did it take, did it take to getting social media for us to all band together to talk about it? Or did this exist in the seventies and eighties? And I, well, I think there's, I think you're right, actually a little bit. I mean, like when people say, oh, it's so bad today about even just like children, like with, um, you know, just the world's a hot mess right now. Right. Like just, you name something and it's like, people will say, oh, well back in my day or back in the sixties and seventies that didn't exist. I don't know if that's actually true. I just don't know if we really knew about it. If we didn't hear about it in the news, if we didn't, we didn't have social media, like in some way, I think like the world's kind of always been the way that it is. And that might not be true. Maybe it is a lot worse today in certain things. I'm sure everything evolves differently, but I, I do think you're kind of right. And I think how sad as much as like, sometimes like God, social media sucks. It's like the comparison game and everybody's like gets glued to it. And then we lose social skills. And there's a hundred things that I hate about it. Totally. One area I'm like, thank God we have this because I, I, I just think the suicide rate would even be higher for people going through this. And God only knows what other issues out there. If we weren't able to connect with somebody else that was suffering exactly like we're suffering. I couldn't agree with you more. I do. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. It's, it's so sad. So I want to ask, so well, we're talking about like all the things like and looking hot and stuff. And one of the (laughs) things we're chatting about the thinning of the skin that you just mentioned, like I always had, my parents are super adorable looking people. They look very young for their age. I was always told like, you have a baby face. My brother has a baby face. Like we just, I don't know. And my grandmother, my grandfather just died at 99. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to live forever. Like basically (laughs) that means like I have great genes, blah, blah, blah. And then this happens. And yeah, my, the thin, when I noticed my thin, my skin was thin. I would like scratch, not even that hard. And it there's bleeding. And I'm like, what? Whoa, hold on. I'm not even like digging my nails in there deep. It's like, and then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I look like 75, not 35, right? Like my, these forehead wrinkles are deep. These, the like the crow's feet are really deep. And I told you before that, like, I did try Botox like under a handful of times in the last I don't know, after like 30 or 31, I just tried it here and there. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like I look uh, like, and I barely even had any wrinkle. I don't even know why I did what I did now. It's like, I don't, I really am. So like, I have serious PTSD about any cream to the point where like in the medicine cabinet or at home, the medications, if like there's a hydrocortisone cream, like I remember picking one up to throw in the trash and I 
literally, I was like hyperventilating, like panicking. Cause I'm like, I touched the tube. What if it was on the tube? What if I just screwed myself up? Like I, t- between Botox and just touching a cream for somebody else or whatever, I'm like, I don't want nothing near me, around me, in me, on me. I don't want any of this stuff because I'm like scared to death. Like totally. the fear is so real. Oh, totally. I feel that way. I, well, I was just going to say, I haven't thrown my mine out yet and I really need to. I just, I don't even know what I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I just, I, I have a wedding coming up. I'm the maid of honor. I'm like, damn it. Like why, like why us right but I know it's making us stronger and whatever um I was just at a my friend's 30th and her uh husband said to me if anyone can do this it's you and I was like but why me I didn't have a lesson to learn I thought I was beautiful in my skin before like this lesson I'm not trying to push my TSW on someone else, but I'm saying like, it's been great for me because now I'm like, you said, we were wearing less makeup. I can look at myself and be like, you're still pretty. When I have really good days, I'm not wearing makeup. I'm like, I'm gorgeous. Like, (laughs) it's like, there's people out there that complain about one pimple. I'm like, that's nothing. That's nothing. You're beautiful. Stop it. Like, I feel like if this lesson should have been for someone else, it should have been those people. But anyway, it is what it is. I hope no one takes that the wrong way. I don't mean no, it. not no, not at all. I think that's like really honest and raw. And I same with me. Like I, I would pick myself apart, which was stupid. But not not as I got a little older. You know, I was like no. And I never. I was one of those kids that I like. Fortunately, didn't have acne. I didn't have like I had eczema, right? But like I didn't have anything really bad. Like some kids, those poor things, like a oh. full face of full blown acne for years, like. Accutane and all that stuff, you know, I'm like, I never had to do any of that. Um, but I also thought similarly, and maybe it's a victim mindset, which is something like none of us should have. Um, yeah. I went through the most horrible, awful divorce. Um, and which is one one of the most painful, especially when you have a child or children involved, it's like the most, I don't wish that on anyone either. This most painful thing. And I'm like, as great as my life has been, and it has been, I have a wonderful life, I have been through some serious, serious shit. And yeah. so I'm like, why? add to that? Why am I getting another whole thing? It's like, uh, how much can one person take? And then I'm like, you know what though? I I try to be like, it can always be worse. Like I could have no vision. Like I could have no R I could, you can go down the whole list. Right. And it's just, then there's also days where it's like, I don't want to fucking hear that. I want to punch someone in the face. I'm so pissed off. This isn't (laughs) fair. I'm done. Like, so it's like such an emotional roller coaster. Like I'm saying that. It is. I totally agree. I have those moments too. I'm like, well, Cindy, I could be worse. Like you are alive. You're breathing. We have excellent lives. Like it is fine. This is, it is skin, but people like look at me and they're like, Oh, it's just skin. Well, it is more than skin. Let me tell you, (laughs) we, you know that I know that. Um, but it, it is like, we're, you know, we're alive and well, and that's also sad about that is it, it is kind of, I don't want to say it's an invisible illness, but it sort of is in the sense that sure. Somebody just sees you got some dry skin, you got some red skin and Oh, you're just a little itchy. Like it's, it is so, which is actually one of the reasons why I was telling you about this documentary. That's not new. I was out a couple of years ago, but I just, I started to watch it and I felt like it was really important. I wanted my mom and dad to watch it with me. Cause I'm like, you see, you see me, you know, some weekends we're all down together at our family's like beach house. And so they are with me day and night for a few days here and there. So they see it, but they don't really get it. And I can't really, you, if I, you can't explain this to somebody that doesn't understand it. Well, that documentary, again, it'll be linked. It's called preventable. She did such an amazing job. She's actually going to be on the show. I'm going to um, interview her. I think we have a couple weeks. She, oh, I love that. I know. I'm really excited to talk with her because it's, so, she did. I mean, it's phenomenal. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. But they watched it. And my mom midway through was like, I could, but she was on the couch and I hear her like sniffling and I look over. And as soon as I looked over, she gets up and she's like, I can't watch it anymore. She, I, and then I'm like, whoa, like, I, I need you to watch this with me. I want you to watch it. Yeah. And she's like, I did this to you. I did this to you. And I'm like, you wouldn't tell any of those mothers in this documentary. You would never say to them, you did that to your child because never. you didn't. The drugs did it to me. And honestly, as much as we want to point the finger at the dermatologist, I would like to think I would that they wouldn't want to hurt some patient of theirs. Like, you know, you only know what you only know. So it's like, we're doing the best we can with the information we've got, which is why making this readily available for everybody to educate people is so, so, so yes. important. Um, but it's like, it's just, it, it, it's things like this, what we're doing and then documentaries out there to like have somebody else go, Oh, sh-, like that's a lot worse than I, I didn't realize you were going through something like that serious because you can't, when I'm out and about with my kid, when you're out and about, like 
people see and they're like, oh, that sucks, but it's not so bad. No, it is. It is way worse than you think. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Is it ever? What's the insomnia? It's the, it's everything. It's just everything. What do you think's been the worst? You said the insomnia, like, what do you think's been the worst um, symptom of it? Oh my God. The oozing. I cannot, I could not with that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I couldn't. What do you mean? Like I would have um, meetings and I'd be like, oh, I would turn my camera off. I'd have to literally change. And I would buy these like onesies because they were so comfy. And when I was oozing, it was the winter time too. So these like long, comfy was uh, onesies. They were fuzzy was- onesies. Oh my God, stutter. <laughs> you get it. Um, and uh, and it was the worst part because I'd have to change out of them. I did laundry. And and when it, when you have that that portion of it, I was so tired that doing simple tasks like cooking and laundry was already so hard. And I'm creating more laundry for myself. It was, that was the worst part. Like I hated the oozing part. I could, it was, I, I agree with you. Like I remember trying to go to sleep and you try to put your head on the pillow and the back of your neck is what it's like. That's the most disgusting feeling like, and, the smell. Ears, and it's, yeah, it had a weird smell. Mine never, like I hear some people saying it was like, it smelled terrible. And I have a very sensitive nose, so that would have not fly. That would not be good for me. Um, but, and I know, and like, it probably smelled worse. Like my boyfriend's lying next to me. I'm sure he would probably, if he was being super raw and honest, I'm sure he'd yeah. be like, mm, it wasn't as nice as you think it was. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, that's a really uncomfortable, people don't realize, like when you take a shower at night and you sleep with your head, that's wet. It, okay. But that's clean hair, fresh hair. This yeah. is like, I feel wet and I'm trying to sleep. And dirty. It felt dirty. Like I felt like, but like showers felt like acid. So like, what were you really supposed to do in those moments? Like I remember I was oozing and I would take my Dyson blow dryer and try to blow my skin dry. Like, no way. Oh yeah. I was like, stop this. Like I was trying to like, cause it was so uncomfortable for me. That was the worst part. I cannot, I don't know. I don't know how to explain Like, you know, I just couldn't, it was horrible. How long did that last for you? Do you remember? honestly, like I give people credit for people who are doing this without any drug intervention. Like I am a pussy. Like I ended up in the hospital. I said, give me the steroids. I cannot do this. Like I, I don't know if Dupixent is hindering me, but I mean, man, like it did help. Like while I'm still going through TSW, at least I'm still able to work at this point. I'm still able to do all these things. I'm still able to go for dinner. Like I don't look the best, but um, I don't know if I would have made it past January 27th if I didn't get intervention. So I, I don't think there's anyone watching. Like, I think everyone's, you have to do what you have to do. And there is no, at least, at least until we have so much more research and they have like an actual plan of like, Hey, when this begins, here's the, here's how we're going to stop it. We don't, we just, and that's why I think in these, uh, these support groups, it's like, do you boo? Like whatever yeah. you have to do, there is no judgment. We've had enough judgment on us from every other angle. It's like, do whatever the heck you have to do. And, um, so anyone that's like listening, I think that there's probably a lot more people that relate to you that are like, my mom said the same thing, actually. She goes, Jen, you are so strong. I would have, after like two weeks of going through that, I'd be like, give me all the drugs. I do not care. (laughs) And I was like, well, I just, I don't think it's me being strong. I think I was just dead. I was afraid. I'm like, I just can't imagine to the point where like, like I said, when I touched my sons, that the tube that I was going to throw away, I think it was for like, you know, mosquito bite, hydrocortisone cream, like whatever. And I was like, no more, none of this from any. And I threw it in the trash. I was like, I just screwed myself up because I was like two months in at that point. And I'm like, oh my God, am I starting from day one again? I'm going to die. I'm going to freak out. And I just, so that was my fear, but I completely understand because I was in the hospital twice and the first time they gave me uh, a steroid. So this was before my official date of like December 1st. I think it was November. I went in, they gave me like, uh, it was like an IV of Benadryl, but then they also gave me like whatever steroid. And I was like, I didn't quite understand that it was TSW yet at that point. The second right. time I went in, I said, I am here. Cause I thought I had cellulitis on my elbows. Um, cause this, there was so much fluid in my elbows and I'm like, ew, like, and that could be really, really serious. So okay. I told the girl, I, the nurse, I said, under no circumstance, are you to give me any, any steroid? And she said, okay, is there a reason I told her? And she actually was like, Oh, I know all, I know that I know about that. And she's like, there's children that I work with at the children's hospital of Philadelphia that like they are babies going through that. And I'm like, I can't believe somebody understands and knows what this is. This is wild. Like none of my other doctors, none of them, they were like, that's not a real thing. Like, I don't. And I'm like, that's such a lonely as a patient. You're like, please help me. <laughs> I need help. And I know this is not made up. Like it's so real. It's just really and, upsetting. 
I heard something that, and I did not fact check this, but someone said in one of the forums that this was the first year um, they have a dermatologist meeting somewhere or conference. And this is the first year that they've actually spoken about TSW. That's strides. strides. Yeah. And I will actually, as of nine days ago, August 1st, the UK, there was that big, I don't know if you saw it, like a big announcement. It's in like published literature now and stuff, but they, they are now recognizing and, and, um, what's it called not prescribing they are recognizing and uh oh my god what's it mean when the doctor's like telling you like hey this is what you have uh they're telling you what you have they're uh, thank you that's the word (laughs) that was it there's my here's my brain my brain fog it's so real um but yeah they they were it said like they're they understand what it is and they're actually diagnosing patients with tsw which is huge so I don't know if they're going to know what to do with those people. And they might just be that comfort, the support arm of support to be like, you know, I'll help you give sleep. You know, there's like, there's a California doctor, Dr. Rappaport, who yeah. is he, right. He's like huge on this and he will, he will be there to like, hold your hand. Right. And say, Hey, if you need like something to help with the sleep or the itch or whatever, we can give you those types of things. And I think that's, I just wish there were so many more doctors like that readily available all over the, all over the world. Um, Cause it's, it's really, it's really lonely. So I see a Peloton over there, I think behind you. Was that I, so, I'm I, currently spending $70 a month on something that I cannot use right now. It is okay. depressing. That's what I was going to ask you if you exercise or if you can't, cause you find the sweating and the heat is bothering you. I find the sweating and the heat bothering me and it sucks as someone who, um, you know, I got to the, the healthiest I've ever been when I turned 30, um, to be 32 and not be able to go to the gym, like really sucks. And, and like, I do want to try, like, maybe I should just push myself to try and just because I know that maybe some blood flow would be good. Maybe not lifting weights at a gym where I couldn't just go shower right away might not be the best, but I should just push myself and try <laughs> I'm paying for it. My boyfriend's like, why don't you put a pause on the subscription? I was like, I don't want people to know I'm quitter. <laughs> That's, That's so funny. I get it. Yeah. Sometimes like I was going to the sauna, which it was super uncomfortable after the first 15 minutes though, I would, I noticed that I think the sweat actually was healing for me. Um, but there's like, still, if I was exercising, like whatever, whatever kind of exercise it sometimes like the, I don't know the, my legs rubbing together, like the irritation, like I'm like, ah, 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 I can't do it. Um, it's just, and it, it's not forever, you know, it's not a death sentence for us. So we'll be able to exercise again. It's just, it is, I get it. Like it's upsetting. Cause you, you know, you're doing it to feel good, but also look good and you want to feel confident. So what I loved, I loved going because for my mental health, I, I also have ADHD and like, <laughs> um, it just, it, it's like zens me, like it, it grounds me. It's so good for my mental health. And so that's a big portion of my life. Cause I would go three or four times to the gym and then two or three times on my Peloton. That's a big portion of my life that I'm not doing. And I don't, I don't feel as like I am getting hella brain fog and like yeah. less clarity, I'm feeling maybe I'm not saying I'm depressed, but I'm saying that I'm not as happy as when I'm working out and you have this, you know? Yeah. What, um, not to like shift gears, but you talked about your boyfriend. I talked about my boyfriend. What has it been like, you know, date, like how, how has he been for you? Like I, cause like, I, I just said this, my, when I watched that documentary, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a part of it where they say, you know, there's a lot of caretakers, um, and a lot of there's three three different women I would say one was married two were dating long term like great relationships they all ended their relationships all ended and this this guy gets on there as her husband and he said you know she's always thanking me for being there because the reality is seventy five percent of marriages fail or they dissolve when you're with somebody that has a chronic health condition because the caretaker just gets so tired and worn out and it it's like so sad because. They go on, they're like, you know, you treat people the way you want to be treated. And you'd like to think that Mm -hmm. people are going to someone that loves you isn't going to go away. But I know that I know it's hard on the people that love us. Like, I know that I say this to my parents, like watching their child suffer so bad. It's like heartbreaking for them. My boyfriend, he's super, he's a cop. He's super strong, you know, but like, (laughs) it's like, I noticed there's certain times when I will talk about certain things. And he's such an amazing listener, but sometimes he will like change. He'll, I'll be saying something and he'll be like, oh, did you remember to get that? And he looked completely. And I think it's because 
you know, he's an emotional men don't always want to show that emotional side, but it's like, if we keep talking about it, I'm going to cry and I don't want to cry, you know, because they just feel he, I know he feels, and he's been an amazing, amazing support, like wrapping me like a mummy with bandages when I was oozing and like covering me with ice packs early on and doing. And then when I had a bad mental health day, like, Hey, get in the car, we'll go on an adventure somewhere. He's been incredible, but I know I can only imagine put myself in his shoes thinking like, it's kind of depressing being with somebody that is never feeling a hundred percent in any given day. So what's your, how's your relationship been affected by this? Well, I guess I want to just touch on the, the ones that have left those people like good riddance, you know, if someone yeah. can't love you at your worst, then good riddance, they don't get you when you're better and you will I- get better. So, um, for those who have lost relationships, see it, see if I can never buy, like, yep. <laughs> that's my attitude. Although I haven't lost, I'm still dating someone, but, um, Andrew and I have been best for, uh, best friends for five years before we actually started dating. Oh, so awesome. it, yeah, it finally, well, we were like friends with benefits forever. And then finally I was like, are we going to date or what? <laughs> he's like, I love it. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to give you a free one month trial. I was like, okay. <laughs> Great. So now we've been dating for two years. And like for one of the years, I've been like fairly sick, right? He was not here when I was really bad. He was on a trip somewhere. So he didn't see the oozing. He didn't see me falling to the ground, collapsing, crying when I was really bad. I don't I don't know what that would have looked like. Uh, when I was in the hospital, he was on a trip. She's like, should I come home? And I was like, no, I do not want you to see me like this. This is yeah. horrifying. I don't even know what's going on. And I was just like, no, stay far away. So when he came back, I was already much better, but still pretty bad. He, like, I think men have this like coping mechanism. Like they they want our brains to not think about it. So maybe that is another yeah. reason why they're changing the subjects and stuff. But yeah. like- you know, he, he's there. He loves me. Obviously when I'm crying, sometimes he's like, uh, like he'll comfort me, but like, he doesn't get it. That's why we have these support groups. So I try to like, as much as sometimes I talk to him about how I'm having bad days, I like to fall on the people that understand completely yeah. what we're going through. And that's why these forums are so important. That's why these conversations are so important because we get it right. You don't have to physically be here to be here for me. And so, yeah. um, but I mean, it is hard. I feel like our intimacy sucks. Like, I don't like who wants to sleep with someone when you look like, and feel <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm like, you know, I <laughs> used yeah. to put on lingerie and be like, yeah. Oh daddy, let's go. Like right now, <laughs> right now, do you think I want to do that? There's no freaking way. So yeah. I feel bad for that. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. Like you're a dude. Obviously you want to have sex. Like I don't, I just, so yeah. I, I love him that he just like, there's no pressure or whatever. Yeah. Cause maybe we can still fall on the fact that we have been best friends forever. Like maybe yeah. we're now, right now more best friends than we are in a relationship, but we still go on dates and stuff like that. I just feel like shit. Like I, what can you do? No, I, I get it. I, and I think you, yeah, you brought up a good point. Like, I think that they, I don't know. Like it's, uh, it's also, here's the thing. I mean, here's the reality. Men are men and women are women. Like we, women naturally are the more compassionate caretaker, like at Sergeant, that's just how we are wired. So not that they can't be like that, but I, I agree with you. I think like they don't, nobody can really get it. And especially them, they're like, what do I say? There's what can I say? Or what can I really do? And the answer is nothing like just being there and knowing that you're not like walking away or like leaving, it yeah. means a lot, you know, cause it, they don't have to, like, there's no gun to your head. There's no one saying like, you have to stay with this person. Like, True. but I agree with you. Like the people that leave, I think, I don't know. And there, hopefully there's like more to that story. And it's just not, they got fed up and tired because that just shows the character of who that person is. I mean, you, yeah. you don't leave somebody up, no matter what They're they weak. are. weak. That's They're exactly weak. right. Like, and, it's, and it's so stupid because the one girl on the, Oh my God, she's beautiful with this blonde tight curly hair. She's gorgeous. And she's done with it now. And I think that's the thing too you like, you see these other people that have it way worse than you do. Like you and I, some days it's like, God, this can't get any worse. But then you see other people and you're like, Oh, Oh yes, it can. And I am so grateful that it's not that bad, but no matter how awful or not so bad it is, the people that hang on that, you know, don't quit. And by quit, I mean, like, you know, end things. Um, everybody does seem to come out and they're like better off for it. So I, I think, um, I don't know. I don't know if you had any like really dark thoughts like that, but I, I mean, I've definitely had lots and lots of those knowing, I think though, in the back of my head, I, I mean, I have a son, so I'm like, I can't, I could never actually go through with any of these horrible demon like talks that were going on in my head. But there are so many times where you're like, I could just make this stop. 
like I could just end this <laughs> and oh. I don't, I don't want to do this. Like this is not living, you know? And it's, um, but I, but I think, I don't know, it's because of talking like this and having support. Um, that's literally the only thing that has been the best medicine for me. I think. Totally. Well, I mean, it's not like we can go to the doctor. Like it, it is really just like, it's no man's land, but thank God we have each other to rely on and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, I just, I yeah. just hope and pray that one day, like this is studied in medical schools. Uh, there's no more gaslighting. There's support um, outside of these friendships and stuff like that. Cause this is a friendship now, um, <laughs> but it, it's, yeah, it's just hard. And, and, you know, I think like as much as there's like creams and detoxes and stuff, the only way out is stopping the steroids and time. Yeah. I, and I do want to say that I am very much in agreement with you and I don't know, and it might not be correct, but when you get to this point, you know, there's certain people that are saying like, Oh, you got to do the carnivore diet. You got to do a paleo diet. You got to be, you got to be vegan. You got to do this. You got to do that. Yeah. Um, and there are so many incredible, I've had so many great like nutritionists and dietitians in my, sh- on my show and that I've met through the groups and whatnot. And I, and I definitely am not discrediting, or I'm not saying that I think what they're saying is hundred percent true. I just also agree with what you said, which is when you get to this point, yeah. it's like, it wasn't my food choices that got me into this. And it wasn't. So do I think that I could aid my support my body by making healthy choices and maybe like, maybe just make it feel better overall? Sure. But do I think that's going to fix my TSW? No, No. I, I personally, and I, I, it would be great if I was wrong, because if I knew that I could just like eat leafy greens and some meat, I'd be like, and it's got done, sign me up. But I, you know, I tried like little bits here and there, maybe nothing long enough, but I'm just, I agree with you. I think like we were damaged buy these drugs, what yeah. the solution to not touch the drug or take the drug anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, and if we, and we should be making, we should be making healthy choices anyway. Like we shouldn't be eating a <laughs> shit diet. We shouldn't be like not moving our bodies at all. Like we should be doing these things. Cause that's what a responsible adult should be doing to take care of themselves. <laughs> right. But totally. yeah, I'm with you on that. I think just keeping your mental health as best that you taking care of that as best you can making good choices, right? You're not going to like have a diet full of candy, sugar, ice cream when you're going through this, like sugar does cause inflammation. So we don't need any more of that, but like, you're not going to cure yourself. I think alcohol for me, this is all from alcohol again. (laughs) What is your, what's your go-to? I'm a tequila girl. I love. Oh, I mean, on my friend's, uh, birthday I did everything. We did shots of tequila. We did shots of Jack Daniels. Ew. You know, I think I noticed, I, I say that it's that for me too, but there's been days, days and stretches of days that go by where I don't have any alcohol and maybe it was the ice cream or maybe it was something else. Like, I just don't know for sure. So that's why I I was like, you know what? I'm in the frame of mind where, yeah, don't overindulge in anything that's quote bad, but also fuck it. Like if I want to go out and have some drinks, like I'm at the beach all summer, I want to have booze on the, on our boat. I want to go do these things knowing that like, it's going to be bad anyway. So maybe I can just like try to feel, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe that's not the smartest thing. I'm not encouraging anyone to do that. I'm just, (laughs) I just know for me, it's been really bad when I was eating so clean and so good. I know. And it's also been bad when I was indulging in alcohol and all that stuff. So answer. I think it is. It's just a drug withdrawal. Like literally it's coming out of our skin. So people are always like, well, like how long is it going to be? I have no idea. It's literally burning out of our skin. I don't know. Like it is what it is. Yeah, sure. We should be eating healthy because it's probably our bodies are able to heal better. Um, someone said recently, I think it's your liver. Like, I think our liver, I don't know if you know this, but like our liver that is just, it's having a rough fucking time right now. Yes. Well, I agree, which is probably why we shouldn't be drinking alcohol, <laughs> but, but, I, know. <laughs> but I, take, I do take like a lot of supplements and I take, but see also my ADHD, right? Like I need to be taking these things every single day. And when I do that every day for like a week, two weeks, I do notice a huge difference. It's just, I'm so inconsistent, but I take a lot of supplements, one for like detoxing the liver and the kidney, like all that stuff. But I, I have heard that too. And I actually had, I think one of the interviews with a uh, chief scientific, like formulator, he was saying straight up, like, yeah, it, the liver, you have no idea how in how vitally important your liver is in the body and like how much overdrive it's going right now. So for somebody like you and I, like we, we need to be like, doing everything we can to make sure our liver is working, is functioning, is doing okay. And yeah. not like overloading it with toxins, which 
you know, that's what alcohol does <laughs> to indulge in toxins, but um, you know, yes, we got to You got to live our life at some point. We're in our thirties, whatever age you are going through this. It's like, you already feel like this, like, like, what is this? Who are you anymore? So if you can feel, I don't know, a little bit normal every now and then, um, then I say, I say, just do what you got to do, do whatever you got to do for you. You got to do whatever you got to do. Do you feel like your face is more round? I feel like my face is yeah. more round. It's yep. like poofier. Hey, I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't get it. I, I don't like, know. Okay. And I don't know. I, I think, I think hopefully things will go back to the way that, <laughs> that they were, but we'll find out. But either way, like, I agree with you. Like you got to look in the mirror and be like, like no Botox, no makeup, wrinkled skin, whatever. Like you're still stunning. You're still a yeah. beautiful human being. So I, you know, we just, we all have to get to that place where it's like, I like who I see, whether I'm it, somebody like this right now or somebody after this or before this, like no matter what stage of this or of your life, it's like, you have to look at yourself and be like, my heart is what makes me a beautiful person. Like I'm a good person. So yeah, I love you. I just adore the heck out of you. Is there any, I always like to ask people if there's any like last minute words of wisdom, encouragement, tips, anything before we hop off and let you go about your day, anything you want to leave <laughs> anybody with. First of all, I'm so surprised and I hope I didn't jinx, my, jinx myself, but that dog is not made of noise. Dang. <laughs> um, I, I guess words of encouragement. It's I just fall on the people around you. Still try to live your best life. I know we just have to remind ourselves that this is temporary and this is making you stronger. So I don't know why any of us are going through this. It sure sucks. Like, but just power through and remember that each day, even on a bad day, you're one step closer to being healed. And it is so okay to call up a friend and your friends don't care what you look like. Go on a 30 minute walk. It sucks. But when I was really bad, I did a 30 minute walk every single day. And if I could push 45 or an hour, I do it. And I would pick a different friend every day and go on a walk with them. And it was like the best thing for me to get outside. I would just wear my parka or sunglasses, or I bought fake glasses. I don't know why that helps, but if I feel like I'm hiding behind fake glasses or sunglasses, I'm like, no one else can see me. Like, so, you know, and, and poke fun at yourself. It's okay. It's shitty, but like, you know, that one day it's going to all be over, whatever. I call myself a lobster name, whatever red item here. That's what I call myself. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. You will get through it. That's my oh, word. That was so good. I also <laughs> agree with you about the glasses because I bought the blue light blocking glasses. Yeah. I have perfect vision and I'm like, why do I feel so much sexier with these glasses on? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't need the mascara. If without them, I feel like I need mascara and eye makeup with them. I'm like, I look great without anything. This is awesome. <laughs> I agree. I don't know why that helps. And fake nails. I don't know. This oh, yeah. Helps. Oh, oh, yeah. That's this key. helps. I think that's key. Yeah. Key. Yeah. Yes. It is. Oh, I adore you. I'm so glad we did this. Thank you so much for being here. I will link how, if you want to connect or chat with Cynthia, I'll put the information in the show notes, but, but you no are- stalkers. You can no come stalker. No I'll come hunt you down. Out. You're not going to go after my new friend. So no, you don't no. want this red tomato. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my God. You're the best. I love you. Stay in touch. Let me know how you're feeling and um, we'll keep spreading the word. Sounds good. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. With your help, we can spread awareness together. So please share the show with anyone you know who may be struggling with a medical condition and using steroids to treat it. And be sure to check out the blog for helpful resources to aid you along your TSW journey at tswjourneytohealing.com.